Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Student of the Gun University, a place for education and enlightenment. We help you gain a new perspective and understanding of firearms training. Your teacher today will be Professor Paul Markle, a veteran small arms and tactics instructor with 30 years of knowledge and experience. Grab your number two pencil, turn to page one, and let the learning begin. All right, welcome back. Thank you very much for being here at the Student of the Gun University. Student of Gun University podcast, episode number 14. Stop playing around with your guns. Yes. Oh, dear Lord. I got a quote here from a dude, rather famous dude. His name was Wyatt Earp. He was a lawman. He was a marshal. He was a business owner, and he survived numerous lethal force encounters. This is what he had to say. This is uh, from his, his biography, which I read about, oh, I don't know, maybe not quite 20 years ago. The most important lesson that I learned was that the winner of a gunplay usually was the one who took his time. The second was that if I hoped to live on the frontier, I would shun flashy trick shooting, grandstand play, as I would poison. In all my life as a frontier peace officer, I did not know a really proficient gunfighter who had anything but contempt for the gun fanner or the man who literally shot from the hip. You say, okay, well, that was that was 100-some years ago, 120, 30, 40 years ago, 150 maybe, I don't know. It was that dude today. Every single day, almost. well, maybe not every single day, but uh, several times a week, I see, I encounter people, because we have this thing called the internet, posting videos of themselves on Insta Garbage or Fascist Book or Tickety Talk or, you know, YouTube or whatever, playing with their guns. You're like, what do you mean playing with their guns? Well, by playing with their guns, I mean playing. Such as doing the throwing a cartridge in the air and catching it in the chamber, um, popping cartridges out, catching them with their hands. Uh, I saw one where a gentleman was jumping on a trampoline with his gun. I've seen people rolling, doing flips and cartwheels and weirdness. Um, and one of the the, uh, the latest things I've noticed is this in-your-car gun flashing uh, where people are seated in their car and they use one hand to hold their phone while they use the other hand to unholster and draw their gun almost always muzzling both of one or both of their thighs while they do it and then they they show it off to the camera look what i got i'm sitting in my car with my my edc glock my my uh super gucci three thousand dollar glock that i did all kinds of retarded and ridiculous things to you people need to stop it Somebody is going to get seriously hurt or killed. These Instagram models, 
guys out there, these gentlemen and ladies too. I, I've noticed that the ladies are getting into it. Have you noticed that too, guys? That uh, you have the ladies now that are they're filming themselves doing trick shooting or grandstand play or whatever you want to call it. You know, watch me as I do this. That's all well and good. Eventually, somebody's going to get hurt. Somebody's going to get hurt with that. If you're genuinely serious, remember we talked, well, wait, I don't know, a couple of episodes ago. What is your goal? What is the goal? You know, all these, these, uh, these wannabe Instagram models whipping their gats out inside of their cars while they're, they're recording. We are, they're holding their phone with their left hand and then they're drawing their pistol with their right hand and, and flashing it for the camera. What is the goal here? What are we hoping to accomplish? Now you say, oh, come on, Paul. I mean, I know there's training schools where, you know, you go to the training school and, and, they, and they teach you how to draw from inside of a vehicle and, and shoot from inside of a vehicle and exit the vehicle, engage targets and so forth. I, I know that's a thing. I'm like, yeah, it is a thing. What is the focus of that? What is the goal there? Is, there goal, is the goal there tactical proficiency in the development of skill? Or is the goal trying to get as many Instagram followers and clicks and shares and likes and, you know, whatever? Folks, very rarely do people have negligent discharges when they're engaged in purposeful gun handling. What I mean is they're, they're either, well, A, engaging real threats in the real world, or they're in a training environment, and the training environment involves live fire. You say, well, yeah, duh, because we're there to deliberately shoot. We're here to shoot. We're here to practice shooting, to train, and so forth. So when do the majority of negligent discharges happen? Well, if we're honest with ourselves and we examine negligent discharges, they don't happen normally. You know, I'm not saying that a negligent discharge could not happen on a training range. I'm sure that they do. I know that they do, but... The majority of the time, man shoots self while sitting in car. Man shoots self, shoots someone else in their house during a, a classroom portion. Now, when I say training, I mean live fire on the range. We're supposed to be here with live guns. I don't mean we're sitting in a classroom talking about justifiable use of force or whatever, and an idiot brings a live gun in and negligently shoots someone. That's not what I mean. Folks, most of the time, the majority of the time that a negligent discharge occurs and someone gets injured negligently, it's not because they were involved in deliberate training. It's not because they were involved in a deliberate gunfight. No, when does it happen? Well, it happens when they're playing around, screwing around, jerking around. I'm trying to keep this PG. You can fill in the other around. They're in their car. They're showing off for their friends. Whether they're, Or they're in the, the clubhouse or you name it. Fill in the blank. 
They're handling a gun when a gun doesn't need to be handled. When you get up in the morning, if you're if you're like, you know, real gun carriers, you get up in the morning, you dress yourself, and part of dressing yourself involves putting a gun on your body, securing it in some fashion, whether it's a inside of the waistband holster or it's in appendix carry holster or a spleen carry holster or whatever or maybe it's a duty belt however you carry your gun when you get up in the morning and that's part of your routine you dress yourself you put on a gun you should be prepared to go out about your entire day without the need want or desire to pull that thing out of the holster and well play with it look at it examine it whatever what is that thing have you never seen it before yeah i've seen it before it's not a toy it's a tool it's a dangerous tool it's like a chainsaw a chainsaw is a tool it's a very effective tool for what it's supposed to be used for but it is a tool and it's a dangerous tool you know very sharp kitchen knives are effective tools right We use sharp kitchen knives to prepare food, but they're not toys, are they? No, they're not. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have this this constant desire throughout the day to pull the gun out of the holster and stick it into your desk drawer or on a cabinet or whatever, what's going to happen eventually is you're going to need that gun, and it's not going to be there. Where it's going to be, it's going to be either in in a drawer or sitting on a shelf, or something, because throughout the day, you felt the need to pull the gun out and put it somewhere else. Now, I know that's that strays a little bit from the topic of playing with guns, but once you put that gun in the holster, I would recommend leaving it the freak alone. Secure it to your body with a good quality holster, and you know where to get those. And then leave it alone. Leave it alone. And if you feel the desire, if if you've watched one too many Instagram stream video, whatever they call them, you know, uh, and you feel the desire to video yourself sitting in your car, pulling out your gun, showing everybody your EDC, stop yourself. Take a deep breath. Remember what I said. Someone at some in the very near future, and we, we, we have negligent discharges all the time, but one of these gun these these gun YouTubers or these gun Instagrammers or these quote <coughs> influencers, these influencers playing with their guns whether they're playing with them, you know, in in their cars or they're playing with them by doing stupid things on the range, showing you how to do these stupid tricks. Stop it. Stop it. It's dangerous. It sets a terrible example. You're like, yeah, but these guys are professional gun handlers. If they were professional gun handlers, they wouldn't be playing with guns. Okay. Guns are not toys. They're instruments of liberty. And uh, when you see this, rather than sharing it or 
thumbing it up or liking it, you might want to suggest to that person, you know, you're setting a terrible example. You're setting a terrible example. Why is it that people think that they should do, why that they should emulate that? Oh, because Johnny Influencer has 100,000 followers. I want to be like him. So I'm going to record myself. I'm going to record myself drawing my gun in my from the driver's seat of my car. And, of course, while I do that, I'm going to pull the gun out of my super G-Wiz waistband holster, and then I'm going to muzzle both of my femoral arteries while I'm playing a game, while I'm holding the phone with my left hand and pulling the gun out with my right hand and trying to keep it in frame and so forth. It's dangerously stupid. Dangerously stupid. I hope these people have tourniquets on them because sooner versus later, one of these morons is going to shoot themselves straight through the femoral artery. And if they can't get a tourniquet on in about 90 seconds, they're going to die. They're going to bleed to death. And they're going to do it because of their own stupidity. So I'm going to climb down off my soapbox now. But ladies and gentlemen, what do Wyatt Earp say? I would shun flashy trick shooting, quote, or grandstand play as I would poison. My entire time as a frontier peace officer, I did not know a really proficient gunfighter who had anything but contempt for the gun fanner or the man who shot from the hip. That's right. If we're serious about it, then we should be serious about how we handle it. All right, that's it for today. Thank you for stopping by Student of the Gun University podcast. Share this, like it, give it a thumbs up or a star or a review or whatever. Until the next time we're together, remember, you're a beginner once, you're a student for life. Thanks for joining us today. We are big fans of the value for value model. Please go to SOTGU.com to contribute the amount that best fits the value that you got out of this lesson. It could be $5 or $5 million. By contributing, you will help the show grow and assist in the education of your peers. And remember, you are a beginner once, a student for life.